everyone, and welcome to episode five of Making EV, your podcast about EVs. We are Nina, Jolo, and Bernsey. Now, recently, you both went to the Eco Living Festival in Randwick, which was all about ways you can live sustainably, from composting to worm farms and electric vehicles. So, how was it? How'd it go? We had a great day out, oh, didn't it was, we, Bernsey? It was a great day. It was, uh, you know, sun was shining, sun was positive shining. energy. It was amazing. It was really good. Uh, thousands of people turning up to the Randwick Village uh, Centre there. And we mainly went, though, to meet one company, the good people at the Good Car Co., and we were very fortunate to talk to one of their founders. Yeah, Anton, a uh, really lovely guy. Here's a little bit of a plug. If you want to know a bit more about the Good Car Co., we uh, go in a bit more depth in the previous episode. But we were pretty lucky to kind of um, sit down, or we should say sit in one of the EV vans, close the door um, out from all the noise on the outside, and, and have a good, good yarn with Anton. Awesome. That sounds really cool. So let's get into it. So here we are at the, uh, the Eco Living Festival, um, here with Joel. Good morning everyone, how are we? So um, Joel, tell us about, where are we? Explain where we are. Well, we are in this incredible part of Randwick that I've actually never been to before, even though I grew up uh, in the area. And it is, it is going on, Bernsey. It is, uh, there's plenty of stores out here. I'm standing next to the Beeswax Wraps Australia. There's solar bikes, there's bush soaps. Bees and these products, all sorts of things. It's actually quite a, I mean, a yeah, lot more than I there's, thought. There's flags, there's music. It feels like a, it feels like a bit of a like a, a market, but also a bit of a, a festival celebration. Festival celebration of uh, of all eco living. So we're here. We we really want to talk to the good car company today. Is that's who we're going to go seek out and have a bit of a chat to. And uh, I suppose her. I'm actually talking to them as a potential customer as a, in addition to intrigued by what they're doing from a company perspective. So go find them out, seek them out. Yeah, so let's jump over and uh, really interrogate what's going on. Beauty. Let's kick things off a bit and let's just introduce each other, shall mm-hmm. we? So that maybe let's start with you, Anton. Yeah, g'day. Uh, I'm Anton Vickstrom, one of the co-founders of The Good Car Company. Joel here from uh, Making an EV. We've also got uh, Scott on the mic from Making It EV as well. So, um, Joel, do you want to kick us off with the yeah. first couple of questions? Anton, like, I'm so, well, firstly, we're big fans of the company. Like, we've had a good look at you guys and you actually featured on one of our early episodes. Uh, I think just in terms of what we realize is the world's first community buying, love to hear a bit more about that, you know, just how you came up with the concept and what, what's involved with it. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you heard about us. That's a good start. Actually, like some very good ideas started with, we were having a beverage and chatting about how to get an electric car. So we're going to do a conversion and go to the go to the shed and get the angle grinder, soldering irons. I don't know. What, how do you do this stuff? Like, it's really complicated, yeah? And some friends of ours had imported a car from overseas and they were down, down the road. They were at the beach in their electric car and we were going to have to spend 12 months in a shed. And that went, oh, okay, how do we bring one from overseas? And we brought one from overseas and we brought a few and they all got sold within our local community. And then from that, we're from South Hobart in Tassie and we went to our local community and said, hey, who wants an EV? And the offer was, well, come on down, pay two thirds up front, we'll bring you a car in six months. You don't quite know what colour it'll be. Trust us. I we walked everybody out and kind of pointed at my house and said, yeah. "Hey, that's where I live. If, <laughs> if things go pear shaped, 
And we had 24 of our neighbours take up the offer and that that was the start of it. And like it almost broke us because (laughs) um, you had to work out international supply chains. That was December 2019. So we first first lot of COVID lockdowns and so on was when we're trying to deliver cars through. But we, you know, got clever, got smart, built systems and processes and have been, you know, delivering cars, delivering bulk buys and uh, just loving seeing the change around Australia. And so this was, this was in 2019. And since then, like you, you obviously now come from Hobart, now you're in Sydney. That's like quite a rapid change in such a short amount of time. Like why did you go from Hobart all the way up to Sydney? Uh, we came here because we like working with communities and we've got a great partnership with Randwick City Council for doing um, an EV bulk buy here. And another reason we're in Sydney and New South Wales in generally is because there's some pretty awesome incentives up here for people to take up cars and the charging infrastructures being rolled out that are pretty awesome. So um, New South Wales, I think, is going is really adopting EVs. Did you guys drive the cars up from Tasmania? I wish I'd say yes to that. We've <laughs> got Tassie number plates. Yeah, so we've got um, a fleet of cars that go around to events all around the country. The closest we got was this van next to us, which got, oh, by the way, we're just in a test van. We're in a test van at a, at a community event at the moment. So the doors are opening. Yep, that's what's going on. Um, van just got drove down from Byron Bay by one of our team members. So we've got people around the country as well who... Um, work for us in different capacities. So I am, uh, I've signed up to do the test drive next week. We're going to do the, the leaf. Uh, genuinely intrigued at this concept. What's what's the sell? What's what's the, uh, why would I jump into the Good Car Co as a prospective buyer? We try and make model availability and affordability. Like we're trying to combine those two things so that people can actually get an EV. So we import most of our cars from overseas most of them are secondhand, and why us in that place is we try and do everything we can to ensure consumer protections. So it's things like a no-fault return policy, roadside assist, battery degradation warranties, all these sort of things that are kind of de-risking the whole proposition. You can get a EV that you can trust will you know, reduce your emissions and you can just keep on driving it. That's a good sell <laughs> because uh, I think we were chatting before about the secondhand element of it and that being a bit of a, a risk, I suppose, especially as someone that has never owned an EV before and not really understanding the full uh, ins and outs of batteries and warranties and all those. But yeah, that, that really helps people get across the line. And so you, we talked about you're in Sydney, but you've got other uh, community buys happening. Yeah. So we've been just wrapped up in... Hillsville, we're in Sydney, we're back down in Darabin in Melbourne in November and December. We might have uh, some Christmas holidays, I think. <laughs> so much deserved. And I'm, I'm curious, like, just from a more, I guess, more from a legal point of view, do you guys classify it as, as a dealership that you're being purchased from? So because they're used vehicles, is it covered under the dealership guarantee by, well, at least New South Wales legislation? Yeah, so we're registered dealers in three states at the moment and building that out nationally as, as we speak. So there's statutory obligations for warranty and such like. And, you know, we want to be good. Mm. It's in the, in the name, so we've got to be good by name and good by nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. awesome. 
And have you, I mean, you've obviously been able to have some experience with getting people into the EV lifestyle, right? Mm -hmm. Coming from that yourself, but obviously community-based means that you're not just kind of flying in, give them EVs and then fly out, see you later. Is there any kind of like ongoing support or like essentially trans helping people transition to that lifestyle? And obviously it might change from different parts of the country you're in. Oh, just a big one is we've got a six-week campaign and most at the moment and most of it's about information. So it's about information, it's about conversations. So whether people get an EV now or they get one in three years' time, it's getting them set up so that everyone's asking about charging, everyone's asking about range and everyone's asking about batteries. And the more times you can talk about that and communicate, A, that person gets to understand it and B, they talk to their neighbours and they talk to their workmates and gradually we're building those conversations which are demystifying EVs. And so every one of these is a success because we've started conversations. I think we've got a bit of a first for Australia here. It's like just behind us, there's the first uh, commercial van, uh, EV van in Australia. You said that it's been, is that, is that, is that correct? Uh, we've got the first Peugeot e-expert in, in Australia at the moment, beautiful blue van. We've got a, a bunch more on their way here. And the reason we got that is because there's a, a hole in the market for commercial vehicles, something that can tow for the people who want to take their boat down on the weekend, carry a ton in the back and it's got 350 k's of range. So really kind of is enables a lot more sort of trips than um, than a sedan. So there's plenty of hatchbacks, EVs. You can get 20 different varieties of those, but now we've got a van. What's the kind of interest you've gotten, even just with that van? And, you know, obviously you need to get the, the message out there that, that's now available. What's happened so far with, with that with that message? Oh, it's been really well received, um, especially like looking at fleets um, and in particular Sparkies. They get it. Yeah. <laughs> Sparkies and solar installers. So that's that's the, you can, um, you know, you can practice, put your own charger in at home, charge your own car. And that, I think for commercials, um, it's a lot of it's about understanding the connection of solar and your EVs. So you can actually lock in your fuel prices for the next 15 years. You're not dependent on what happens in Ukraine. Yep. You've got your solar panels on your roof and back to base uh, applications are just wonderful like that. Also encourage probably workplaces going forward is just thinking about, doesn't work for every workplace, but um, having charging for your employees at your site. You've got solar on your roof. You can charge up your, your people's cars and that makes you like in employer of choice, which is a pretty, pretty yeah. sweet thing. Yep. I wanted to ask you about V2G or V2X. Um, it's, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're very intrigued about it as a um, concept, bi-directional. What are you, are you seeing conversation and interest from some of your your customers? Is that, is that something that's getting more of a buzz or what, what are you seeing? Yes, is the, is the short answer. So we've got maybe a quarter of the people we engage with are looking for something to do with V2G and V2H. And what's awesome about it, the, especially the imports from Japan, um, they're all on the Chatamo system, which have been got constructed as V2G capable from the get-go. So we've got cars from 2013 that we've had tested on um, bi-directional chargers. They're all working. We're waiting for the networks to actually accept them to put the power into the grid. So it's not a technology issue. It's a regulatory issue at this uh -huh. moment. And then uh, once you've got the regulatory issue, it's a 
business model that has to sit behind it. So how is the trust built between somebody whose car's with their battery and an electricity retail or or network or or whoever's mediating that relationship. And that's the problem to solve over the next decade will be, how do we tell this story that people want to share? Yeah. Well, great. I think there's been some really great sharing and I really appreciate your time, Anton. It's It's been really great. That sounds pretty awesome. Sounds like a, a really great day. And, um, you know, what, what did you take away from talking to Anton and, and going to that festival? To start with, I was really impressed um, with their setup. And, but really, what I really learned, which was new that I didn't know before, was um, a lot of their emphasis on having to rely on building trust. Uh, not only them being a new company, but also like they're selling new technology to a lot of people who've never... Um, bought one before so it's a big risk that people are taking so they have to put a lot of effort into you know having to explain it to people and build trust and um and then they're obviously at a a stage now where they need to scale that too right they're not just you know a little company in hobart anymore they want to go across different states and different cities across australia so um really impressive and they're obviously growing really rapidly um but i think it's um yeah kind of exciting to see and, and know that a company like that is really taking off. I think it was really interesting about the focus they have on the information side. And we saw so many people come up to them at the festival, inquisitive, curious, and how they have to explain what this is all about, which is really fascinating just to watch and observe. But such inspiring people and the fact that Anton gave us his time uh, was just you know fantastic. And you could see I, I took a lot from that that Eco Living Festival and the energy that was that was there at the festival. You could really tell there was a groundswell happening uh, with a lot of curious people, a lot of people really wanting to get it, get involved and come and ask questions and see what it's all about. And yeah, I I like the buzz. It was good. Yeah, I feel like uh, I want to create a T-shirt that says "I'm EV curious." <laughs> we'll <laughs> yeah. Probably start some conversations. Uh, awesome. Well, that's it for episode five. Uh, we're Nina, Jolo and Bernsey. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, don't forget to subscribe and share this episode and all the other ones with someone who will find it interesting. You can find out more about us on our website, makingitev.com and follow us on our Instagram, making underscore it underscore ev for extra content. Until next time. Hold up. 